Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We Believed You, a paranormal podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And today's guest, um, you, if you listened, what is it, two episodes back now, um, we had our guest Bill and Rob from Get Haunted, and it was it was a nice introduction to, to who they were and what Get Haunted was all about, and we got a few uh, paranormal encounters, but we were like, wait, we need more time with these guys. So this is part two of of that of that interview um that we are gonna be getting into today so i'm i'm excited yeah i'm excited too i'm I'm glad i'm glad they uh decided to come back guys we appreciate it and uh we told you it was gonna be pretty fast yeah (laughs) we had to have you guys back on soon oh it was great no you guys are so much fun like we couldn't wait actually so yeah it's fine we had a blast last time this you guys are awesome we're we're excited for this yeah, Thanks. no, it, it it was very uh, comfortable, and I feel like we just like it, everything flowed. It was very natural; mm-hmm. nothing was forced, and so I'm sure. Yeah, today's gonna be a great episode as well. Okay, Thanks. so before we start getting into all the the stories and stuff, I just want to say, so after last last time the, the episode the episode from um, last time, I and guys, if you hear my dog in the back, I apologize. It's gonna ha- he's gonna he's annoyed right now, so he's gonna be barking. Uh, so just bear with us. Um, so uh, Rob sent us. He spoke oh. about it on the on the last podcast. He sent us that EVP uh, of the of the haunted doll, that room, and stuff like that. And let me tell you guys, I think we talked about it uh, on the, yeah. the the following podcast. But that was, and I and I didn't. I haven't. And I'm going to be honest. I didn't go back to listen to the second. Like, uh, look at me. So I didn't hear that second long drawn out one. Um, but that was that was definitely like bone chilling. Like I heard I didn't hear I catch it the first time. Then I went back and listened because I like in the email, Rob says, you know, like I said, he says there um, that it's at right at the beginning. So then I go back and listen to it and I hear it. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I and it's clear as day what it says. Then I go back to the email and the audio file says, look at me. And I was like, oh, yep, that's exactly what I heard. So it yeah. was awful. You know, it, it is bone chilling and it's even worse when you were there, right? Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't want, I just got a bad vibe from that room anyway. And it was a pretty small group. I think it was myself and like four, four women who like dolls and I don't. So I'm like, they're like, let's go in here. And I'm like, ah. so I walked in and I'm like, cause, and you know, it, for the people that didn't hear it, like it happens immediately, right? But the buildup to that was I walked into that room and I looked around and I'm just like, oh my God, there's so many dolls in here. There's just dolls lined up everywhere. And oh, there was one other guy there, but he would not come in the room. So he was standing out in the hallway. So I got my recorder out and you'll hear some weird things on there. One one, one lady started singing, but uh, and that is not the dolls, but <laughs> no, I would not look at the dolls. So I just put my arm out with the recorder towards the dolls. That's what makes it even more disturbing yeah. is they knew or what something new. I wouldn't look at it and hear me in that thing go, ugh, cause like I just didn't feel good in that room. And man, when I played that back, like everybody was having a good time. But when I played it back, they were like, 
wait, like yeah, it's so good, and it's a class A for sure. Yeah, um, no, no doubt. There is no doubt. But when you do listen to it closer, like there's a couple of look at me's in there. There's yeah, like, some buried ones. That's what I love, love, love. Oh, about I got chills again. Oh yeah, it was. So yeah, needless to say, it's not a place I'm dying to get back to. Um, just because of that, you know, it was, I was like, if it's smart enough to know that I don't even want to look at it, then and why does it want me to look at it so bad? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that would, that's one of my favorite EVPs. It's, um, it's just that good. And it's almost unbelievable. I mean, I, I was so glad other people were there to, to see it, but it's, it's one that like, I have copies of it in my you know my backup drives and everything because i'm like i can never i can never lose this it's yeah crazy. and the voice that we were, we were describing it, it it's not like a nice like voice it sounds like just kind of deep and not oh, very yeah. you know he's friendly. like yeah not very <laughs> yeah, friendly no, it's not like some little kid or a cute little doll talking it's something mm-hmm. else and you know it's just oh it's creepy it's well either that or it's something that wanted to scare you, that knew you were afraid yeah. and wanted yeah. to get a rise out of you. Well, that's that's True. my whole life, honestly. <laughs> you know, I mean, we'll get to that maybe with more stories. But yeah, for whatever reason, they like to they like to pick on me. So yeah, and I will admit when I oh go ahead. I just super quick. I was just gonna say that I could not retell the story of that EVP without getting like full body chills every time. No matter how many times I told it, it just like wave of body chills. And I'm like, why is this still affecting me? I've said it like five times already. So yeah. I can't even imagine like being there and experience it. Like yeah, just, no, yeah. that was a couple of years ago. I still I'm like, God, it's it's so good. And yeah, I just I just love that EVP. It's one of my favorites. I have yeah, another one I'll send you. That's that's just heart-wrenching i'll send that to you there's uh there, there's certain things that happen to you as a paranormal investigator that no matter how many times you tell it listen to it relive it it always just brings you back to that moment and scares the hell out of you yeah mm-hmm. i bet i can imagine well, do you have some of those stories to tell <laughs> oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah when i heard the laugh i was like wait is this it because this is freaking me out too and then like i went back and i heard it. i was like oh, okay no no this is it yeah, this is I'll worse than the laugh. And, and people don't realize the first part, normally when I play it for people, is not a living person talking. So they yeah. just hear that and they don't even pay attention to it because it sounds so good. So clear. Yeah. And then they hear that creepy laugh. And sorry, lady, who like if that's your laugh, but <laughs> it's creepy. Um, yeah. So they think that's the EVP. Um, but it's not, it's that first part. And then I go back and especially if you play it slower, it's even worse. You're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And then, and then we ended up sending, uh, we ended up sending them some EVPs and they took a listen. Um, I'm not like, I know you, you, you listened to them a few times. I don't know if you ever figured out what you think it may have been. I know Bill said he tried to clean it up. And like I said, we, we sent it to somebody else, uh, Joe, Joseph, sorry. Um, from, uh, Paranormal my journal. Paranormal, yeah, my paranormal journal. And he um he also said he had trouble cleaning it up. But um yeah, I mean, do you have any I know you shared some thoughts with us, but do you have any other thoughts as to what you think it could have said or what it could have been or whatever? Yeah, so so on the first one, and whatever the first one is, I don't know. Um I hear something. I have my notes actually downstairs on my other computer. But I definitely hear something. And and the more every time I listen to this is the, 
one of the so like EVPs are are my thing. I love EVPs. Yeah, I get yelled at for for playing them all the time. I'm like obsessed with them. He literally um, listens to them all the time, all the time. <laughs> over and over and over again. When people listen to music. Rob listens to EVPs. I, I do, yeah. and and some people will, will tell you that's not healthy, and. Yeah, maybe in some cases. And I mean, my dog even reacts to them sometimes, which is very interesting to me. Um, over all these years, I got tons, I mean, tons and tons of really, really good EVPs, some that are actually terrifying, worse than the doll thing. Um, but I hear something on that first one that's talking about whoever's there, you guys. The second one I, I'm I struggled with because to me it sounds like somebody taking a breath, but I don't know, right? It's so hard. And what do you? But without context, I can sit there and actually guess at what it's saying all day. And I know when we give context, it's one of the things we try not to do, right? Is say, here's the situation. We were doing this, asking this question about this. Then your brain's going to formulate something that makes sense to that question. So yeah. we try not to do it as well. But sometimes you need a little bit, right? But it, it'll be one of my things. To, this month has been so crazy for me um, that I haven't gotten back. So I have uh, probably six or seven different EVPs that people are asking me to listen to right now. But yours are at the front of the line. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> but there's definitely something there on that first one. And it's, I think, Michelle, it's right It's what right after you speak. Or right. Yeah. yeah it's, it's talking over you. Yeah. I, I've yeah. actually been trying to use... Uh, uh, spectrogram to kind of weed out just that sound and get rid of your voice out of it so we could hear what it's saying mm-hmm. but that's something i'm still kind of just learning how to do so i'm not quite there yet yeah but I, i'm as i'm practicing with it i'm using your evp so when i finally get it i'll definitely send it back to you guys no with, for sure we'd love we to got. hear that and so, so michelle the, if you, i was gonna say do you want to go into like the kind of the context of it and then i'll jump yeah. in with any little other details that i missed <laughs> um, yeah. i mean yeah because I, I think that one was uh let these uh, episode. I think this is like, it was our, our first interview. Our first, yeah, first interview. But so the creepy thing that I, I don't think is is in the clip was the whole time I was like, I feel like somebody is in the room with me. Like I, I could feel like if someone was standing behind me. And I even say it in the episode, like if you listen to the whole full episode, I'm like, somebody's in the room. Like I can feel somebody standing behind me. And I just say it kind of like nonchalantly. And I mean, she's telling us her paranormal experiences. And and then, yeah, so we went back and listened to this episode, and that's where you hear this, you know, you get that EVP. I'm like, oh, and, oh, and that's the other thing with the uh, both of these EVPs that we sent. Because we use Zencaster, I get everyone's individual audio files. Yeah. So, like, uh, the one with me talking, that was just my audio file. So whatever was caught was caught in my microphone. And then the one with Craig, same with his. It's, yeah. it, was, it was in his room. It wasn't from, from our mics. So it was, it was coming from him. Um, but yeah, the one the one that uh, you guys are, are mentioning is is the one with Lethe's where I'm talking, and yeah, it was creepy because I was like, somebody is standing, and I can't see them, but I know somebody is in here for sure. It sounds like female-ish, female ish, female to me, yeah. and maybe young. It's definitely something. It's there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I, it's just really hard for me to make out, and I'm like, God, I wonder what they were talking about because what you you did it the right way. You sent me this about as short of a clip as you can send and i'm like damn it i wish i knew exactly what the context was but um yeah so it was during yeah it's it's there i'll I'll play with it so i run mine through sometimes i overdo it and i have a weird knack for them right i don't 
I don't know. I'll hear things that I wear hearing aids. A lot of people think that's a terrible thing. It's actually really good because it, it tunes out some frequencies that are like background uh, distractions. So I'll hear something in an EVP and people are like, what is he talking about? And then I, once I play it back slower or clean it up a little, they're like, holy crap, like that's really there. And it, it's yeah. what I love about them, you know. Well, he, um, he will also hear things like what why we're at a location, hear, hear things that we don't hear. It got to the point where I actually just ordered a, a set of hearing aids for myself. Oh. I don't need them, but just for being on a paranormal investigation so I could hear what he's hearing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's, it's actually not good sometimes. Like I used to work in Hearst a lot, Penhurst Asylum, even though it was really a sound, but Penhurst State School out here in PA. Terrible things happened in that in that in that place. Um but it's mostly kids, you know. There's a lot of children there. And I got my hearing aids, you know, while I was there working there. And when I came in one day after getting them, like the chatter, like what I was saying, like you honestly, you're like, I'm going crazy. Like I would take them out at points because it was it was just too much. Um, and then sometimes I don't know if other people are hearing what I'm hearing, but so I'll, you'll see me look at someone. And when I see the faces react, like I was at um, the conjuring house and I told a joke and we had a, a you know, 12 people sitting around in the, in the living room, but I told a joke and you just hear little kids start laughing. Like, Oh, wow. Yeah, man. You talk about creep show. And I, and I wish that was recorded. It wasn't. We were just literally getting the night started and I just made like a dumb dad joke and um oh those kids laughed like out loud <laughs> and people looked at each other like did you hear that and yeah it was that that, that was, house is crazy so yeah. i was i was gonna ask like because i've heard you know people say that you know it was all you know bs it was all made up that the house really isn't haunted and this and that so you guys are here to confirm that, that this place that is, is definitely haunted the most active place I've ever been in. Wow. So do you think like the people who've lived in there afterwards are just don't want the attention or just like ignoring it kind of thing? Or like, so So, go ahead, Rob. No, go ahead. No, I think you're going to tell the same story. I am that the, the people that bought the house after the parents, uh, they would have paranormal investigators come in. It was after the conjuring movie came out that they realized they're not making any money off of it. That they said, oh, no, nothing's on here. They were on some of the ghost hunting shows. And then all of a sudden, they just changed the tune. Oh, no, there's nothing here. And, you know, one of the things I read um, was about police reports. Like, police were out there many, many times for, for various reasons. That didn't make sense. And they found, you know, books on the occult and things like that in the house. I I will tell you. Um, for me, you know, and I haven't, uh, nobody, nobody really that I've spoken to publicly about this, but that place, like Bill says, is, is definitely one of the most (laughs) active places. I mean, I've been all over the country, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of the most haunted places in the country. And, you know, I could add them all up over a year and, it wouldn't equal what I got there in the 11. I spent 11 nights there. Oh, in total. That's way too many. 
Yeah, it was. It was too many. Um, I spent three and, nights there, and that was too many. Yeah, wow. I had some. I had some pretty profound things happen throughout that time. I actually took a break uh, from investigating uh, because it, it was starting to get to me. But the things I've seen there, the things I've recorded on on audio, there, um, there's just nothing, nothing that compares to it. And believe me. I've been to some haunted places. The Conjuring House is is haunted, like in ways that are it's unlike anything else. It's an anomaly, um, but it has a very interesting way of presenting itself. It's one of the first things I've told people, uh, the guests that I brought there. You know, you're going to fall in love with this place, and if you read the books, it's similar. It's kind of the same thing. You get there during the day, and it's this gorgeous farmhouse out in the country and it's beautiful it it feels and, like home you walk through the door and yeah. you feel like you're home wow I, but before going there i had never been in rhode island before but i walked through that doorway and i felt like i was going walking in my parents house the house i grew up in yeah it, it's, it, it's insane it, it gets it just it, it welcomes you and it becomes a, a big part of your thoughts which probably isn't great either but you know um, there was a night, actually, I think I yelled at Bill about this. Um, it's very subtle, especially in the beginning. Like it'll give you a little bit each time you go. Right. I mean, I've literally recorded the clap game. Um, I have full conversations with whatever's in that house. Um, some people think it's evil. Some people don't. Some people think it's native American, but it'll give you this little bit each time it makes you want to come back. So one night, Bill, after Bill went there, I, I was on the phone with him and we're driving home. He's driving home, I guess, or so, whatever he was doing. Yeah. I was like, how home. was it? You know, how was it? He's like, eh, you know, he's like, it was okay. It was kind of quiet. I had this happen. I had this happen. I had this happen. So he started rattling off like 10 different things that I'm like, hey, Bill, like, you hear yourself? Like, you just described like one of the best nights ever. And I think that's when it clicked for Bill that I wasn't crazy, number one, because I, I had told him, like, dude, the place is nuts. And, well, yeah. and then, and then well, it, it, it was, yeah, it, and it was on that, that phone call that I realized that I, I was in love with that house. Like, it, it wasn't just, hey, it's a beautiful house. I like it. I want to, you know, I want to go back. I needed to go back. And, and thankfully, I recognized that after three nights. And like, that's not right. That There's no way that's normal. And so I haven't been back since. So do you think that's what that's what the house does? Is it kind of like makes you feel, oh, this is, you know, this it, is home and just sucks you people. in? Yeah, it, it picks people. If the house doesn't like you, you'll go in there and you'll get nothing. Nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, oh. But if it, if it if it wants you to come back, it'll give you everything you need to come back. In one weekend, I had shadow figures, crazy EVPs, doors opening and closing, um, footsteps, full-blown conversations between two people who weren't there. Oh. Uh, a, a time slip. I, I was sitting in, in the oh. one in the, the living room. We, we were done for the night packing up. I was the only one left in the house and I'm sitting in the living room and all of a sudden oh. I wasn't in 2021 anymore. Like, I, I don't know when I was, but I, I wasn't where I was supposed to be. And I, I was fully expecting a completely different family to walk, just walk through the room. 
And as I started to get that expectation, I watched the shadow figure walk through the next room. And as it starts walking past me, uh, the, the other person I was there with opened the door to come back in and I got pulled right back to where I was supposed to be. And it, it was just the most bizarre thing I've ever gone through. Do you yeah. think that it's like, uh, I, I, for whatever reason, like I, I'm getting like Skinwalker Ranch vibes where it's just like this bubble of just crazy paranormal activity yeah. kind of oh, thing. Do yeah. you think Skin, it's another? Skinwalker Ranch is a perfect way to describe it. Yeah, it's got it everything. Because there are, I've seen some way bizarre UFO videos that were filmed on the property. There's, there's lights and stuff you see in the forest. Mm. You, you're, there is without a doubt a portal there because we caught a picture of it. The, the very first night I was there, uh, my friend was doing the Estes method in the basement and he heard nothing, no radio stations, nothing. But he, he got this vision of what he said was like purple and blue swirling vortex. He kind of, he described it the way that you would imagine a black hole might look. Um, so I didn't really think much of it. The following weekend, I was there for the whole weekend and one of the people there took a photo directly above, like one floor above from where he was and t- has a picture of exactly what he was describing. I- mm. I'll, I'll send it to you. It, yeah. it oh, absolutely sure. blew my mind. We tried to debunk that that uh, that photo. We tried to recreate it. We tried cleaning the lenses. We That night, one of the, the people there was a photography student and he ins- inspected the phone, inspected the lens, checked everything out. He goes, there's nothing that could have made this. It, it, what it's it's the most bizarre picture I've I've gotten on any investigation. Well, I, I'm curious what you guys, um, I guess believe. I feel like I've asked other paranormal investigators this as well, uh, and and I've described the paranormal. I and I guess it's like what your definition of paranormal is. If you wanted paranormal, supernatural, like aliens, Bigfoot, like just all all of that stuff. If it's all the same thing in the sense that like they may be different, but they're all like on the same spider web of things. Yes. 100%. Yes. Except for Bigfoot. Bigfoot, in my opinion, is a relic hominoid. That's an actual living, breathing thing. Um, But all the others, uh, psychic stuff, mediumship, remote viewing, ghosts, extraterrestrials, UFOs, interdimensional beings, all that stuff, all they they line up constantly. my fiance and I, uh, no matter where we go, there's always some sort of alien something going on, whether it be stories of, of UFOs being seen on the property, people seeing what they describe as a gray on the property, um, or in the case of what I mentioned earlier about, you know, a story that brings chills to me constantly is actually making contact. You have made contact? Unintentionally, but yeah. Tell me more. It, <laughs> uh so my fiance Tanya and I, we were investigating a cemetery in 44th PA. And uh, we were there with our friend Rachel. And so we go to, to, to this one tombstone to do the Estes method. Uh, so uh, my Tanya goes under, she's sitting in front of the monument. Now this is a larger monument. There was a whole family buried there. They had tragically died in a, a fire at a theater and nobody made it out alive. Um, so me and Rachel started asking the questions and we had what is probably one of the best, actually it was up until me and Rob went to Selma, it was the best Estes method session I've ever seen. 
every question was was answered. Um, everything that was said was relevant to what was being asked or, or relevant to the family. Um, I, I had a, uh, a rabbit that I put a K2 inside of. And one of the ch- the child spirits there named the rabbit, Mr. Mooney. Not a living rabbit. Okay, yeah. It took me a second. I was like, the sun sells I was like, um, but I, yeah, it took me a yeah. second. Yeah, I don't no, know why my brain went there first, but. Same. I, I was like, wait, no, no. He's definitely talking about a stuffed rabbit. I, there's no way that he put it in an actual rabbit. <laughs> I was like, that's like some satanic ritual. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm crazy, but not that crazy. <laughs> Okay, stuffed rabbit. Uh, yeah, so it named it. Uh, so mis- that's Mr. Mooney now. Oh. Um, and then the whole atmosphere kind of changed. Uh, and Tanya says, we are the advocates. We've been watching you and we'll bring you up. So my head immediately went to, that sounds like alien. So I, I, we were videotaping the whole thing. I, and I, you can see in the video, I look up, I'm watching the this, this sky and... Uh, then I'm like, okay, you know, we've been under for a while. Let, let's let's call it quits. And as I'm walking over to to tap Tanya on the shoulder so that she comes out of the the Estes method, she she says they keep showing me an image of a lake. So I, I touch her shoulder. She takes the the headphones off, the blindfold off, and she's crying. And she looks at me and she just goes, "I just saw a goddamn gray." Oh. And oh, I'm getting chills already. I ha- I've had full body chills. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, story. So I said, what do you mean you saw a gray? She said, I, you know, she goes, I, I opened my eyes under the blindfold and out of the darkness stepped <clears throat> a gray. He was standing in front of me and he said, we are the advocates. We've been watching you and we'll bring you up. So she said in her head, she kept asking for the coordinates. And that's when they started showing her flashes of a lake. Um, so that, I mean, that completely freaked me out. I've had a, this like immense fear of being abducted by aliens since I was a kid. I thought I was over it. But after that, it all came rushing back. Uh, it, driving home that night was rough because we were both coming back to my house and in separate vehicles. And we had to drive through a location where we saw a UFO we had to drive past the lake and pa- going past the lake is a dead zone. There's no cell service. So we were on the phone the whole time, except for past that lake. <laughs> it, was, it was a rough night. Um, but going back and, and listening to the audio from it, uh, you know, a couple of days later, I realized that there was one word during the entire SS method that didn't make sense. That was just random. And it was the word eerie. Lake, so eerie. I thought, lake eerie. So I go to Google images, type in Lake Erie. And a whole bunch of pictures popped up and I asked Tanya to take a look at them. The second picture, she goes, oh my God, that's the lake they showed me. Oh my it's God. It's called Lake Erie for a reason. Oh yeah. God. Well, okay. I, I went and looked it up afterwards and Lake Erie is notorious for UFO activity. Oh. Do you think I, that you have a crazy fear of alien abductions because you were maybe possibly actually abducted as a child? Um, that. Possibly. Um, you got to keep in mind, I, I was a little kid back when like alien abduction and the Area 51 stuff was all coming out back in the early 90s. So I don't know if it's just from me watching all of those. I was like an Unsolved <clears throat> Mysteries. like Yeah, staple. Unsolved Mysteries. and Or if, it, if it's from 
something that actually happened. Cause I, I just got done reading Terry Loveless's second book and like me and Tanya were actually just talking about that exact thing. It, is this something that actually happened to me? And that's why I had that fear. And I've been playing with the idea of doing regression hypnosis, same. but I'm not sure if I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Same. Also same. Yeah. We, we had a very interesting conversation. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head, which episode, but, uh, his his name was Craig, and he was very much into communicating and aliens and things like that. And it was a very interesting conversation, to say the least. I think we made it a two parter, right? Because we yeah, just like couldn't we talked stop for talking like about two it. Two or three hours, I think. Yeah, oh, <laughs> but, I'll have to go back and listen to that one. Yes, yeah. I'm trying to or, figure out which which one. I'll, I'll get it for you right now. Okay. If you haven't, you guys need to go go watch. Uh, it's a movie by Chad Kalick. It doesn't. If you look at the the reviews you know, on Amazon or Netflix. Doesn't look great. It's a great movie. It's called Sir No Face. Um, oh. It's two parts. There, there's two two movies. Uh, you'll see my name at the end of the second one, nice. actually, if you pay attention. But it, it kind of gets into the connection between ghosts and aliens. And you'll, you'll see. But for me, when I watched, I went to the one of, one of the premieres here in Philadelphia you got to hang out with Chad. And if you don't know who he is, he's like one of the first guys to pick up a camera and, and go out there and investigate and film the paranormal. Um, he, he does great documentaries. And he's cool. So yeah, I brought my daughter down there to, to see this movie um, and watch it with him. And, you know, we had dinner. We did all kinds of cool stuff. But it was the first moment. And my kid, who was like 13 at the time, maybe 12, um, She's the one that first kind of put that idea in my head that maybe these things are are connected. And then we've been to places where people have seen, like Mid-Orange uh, and the Hudson Valley, which is like big news for UFO stuff lately, um, in New York, where friends of mine have seen things. I've seen weird things there. Um, so I, I do think there's some kind of connection in some cases. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Go watch Sir, Sir No Face is good. You, you'll enjoy it. It's an interesting documentary. To to stay on that the alien thing, one thing you got to keep in mind is that the the spirit box, the SB seven, was not developed for paranormal investigation. It was developed to make contact with extraterrestrials. Oh, really? Yeah that that was its original development. Um, and and my fiance has a theory that that ghosts are actually created by extraterrestrials you know as a way to because uh, we're we're very spiritual creatures mm-hmm. you know you know think you know the, our whole civilization has been you know from the very beginning based on the dead you know every religion you know you're working towards an afterlife you know uh, you know the ancient egypts and, and you know egyptians and and all the middle eastern religions all like basically start off from death and uh so because of that, her theory is that the the ghosts and spirits that we encounter are actually created by extraterrestrials as a way for to make contact without completely freaking us out. Which I, I it it makes sense. I don't know if I if I buy into it, but it's definitely something that's interesting to to think about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of if Sorry, I've ever quick. yeah. Okay, you want to go get Blake? No, no, no. I was going to say, well, yeah, if he continue, yeah, see, my wife already sent me a message. Um, <laughs> episode 23 and 24 is with Craig. And uh, that second EVP is somewhere in there. 
Oh, episode three and four, you said. Twenty three and twenty four. Oh, twenty three and twenty four. Yeah, okay. but let me let me be right. Let me go get this because he's just going nuts now. Kind of going to or talking about Craig's episode and and the aliens. Um, he was talking about how a lot of the times when you are abducted, when they put you back, they don't put you back in like this same position or like, like a correct position kind of thing. And yeah. um, when he said that, it like triggered a memory that I had as a kid actually triggered a couple of memories that I had as a kid where um, I woke up and my feet were on the pillow and like my head was like where my feet were, but I was like tucked in. Like, like I w- it wasn't like I just like moved all the way around and somehow managed to get like underneath the covers <laughs> and then like tuck myself in. But I remember waking up like, where am I? And my brother and I, since we were younger, we had like this huge bed. So we would, we slept on the same bed and like looked over and it was like my brother's feet. And I was like, what the fuck? And so that was like one weird moment where I woke up weird. And then there's another time where I distinctly remember uh, being in the living room and we're, I think we were watching, if it wasn't X-Files, it was like Dragon Ball Z. Like me and my dad and my brother at night would sit down and watch TV together. And I fell asleep on the couch and I, I knew, like, I remember getting tired and like falling asleep. And the next thing I know, I woke up in the middle of the living room floor and my my brother and my my dad were in like everyone is asleep in the house and it was just me in the living room in the middle of the living room floor by myself and i was just like why am i here and i never had a history of sleepwalking that one you know you could you could say that one was like sleepwalking but i it's never ever been a thing and it was just when he like mentioned that it was like two moments where i remember waking up and it was just like i and and it's and the the reason why it's so weird is that i i remember it and I remember distinctly, like, this this is odd. And I still remember it as an adult versus, like, other times that I've woken up in weird, you know, or whatever. Well, so, so you know, in, in Terry Loveless's book, two of the things that he brings up, one is that when you have an encounter, um, it stays with you your entire life. Like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's like it's happened yesterday your entire, like, all your other childhood memories might fade or be kind of vague. But when that happens, you really remember it. Um but the other thing was when he got abducted from Devil's Den, uh, he, he came back too afterwards, laying in his sleeping bag with his boots on the wrong feet and unlaced. Uh, yeah. No, that's that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's why I've been super tempted also. And I mean, <laughs> I've had like other exp- Oh, my gosh. I would hope that they don't look like that. That would terrify me. But yeah, I've I've been interested in like a regression kind of thing too. But like you said, I don't know if I really want to know the the details. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, how's it's scary. I don't know if I'm still crapping out on you. No, 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 you're good. Um, but yeah, check out. There's a movie called Sir No Face by Chad Kalick. It's really good, and it kind of ties the ghosts and the alien things together. And Chad's kind of. He does documentaries. Um, it's two part. It's a two part movie, and um, I, I, you'll see my name at the end of the second one if you okay. look closely. I helped him fund that movie a little bit, but they're I believe they're connected in some cases. Um, if you talk to Corey and Jen at the Conjuring, the owners of the Conjuring House, you know, according to Corey, when Andrea Perrin comes back to the house, which is pretty often you know there's 
the UFO activity spikes up over the house. So who knows? I mean, oh yeah, a- Andrea Perrin's big into UFO stuff. Her, her next book is supposed to be uh, all about UFO stuff. I I didn't even know there was a, a like alien UFO connection to the Conjuring house. I thought no, it was I. all books related paranormal. Or, but, yeah, yeah I mean, it, the place is an anomaly. Um, I'm sorry, listeners, but I'm I'm going to hold something up. I don't know if you guys can see that. I mean, it what looks is like that? A... Wait, why have I seen this before? Have I seen this before? No, you haven't, no. because it's me. It's supposed to be what? Me. That's a photo from of me from my very first very first day in that place, and it's happened to other people there. I'll send it to you. I don't know if I yes, want it please. on here, but, oh, yeah. but like that's how legit the place is. Like it's 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 wild. Uh, uh, it just fucked with your face completely like uh yeah and i guess there's a there's a like movie a called Sleepless unrest where the same thing happens i was talking to karen mm-hmm. tatro uh same thing with her like they've taken photos on that place and your face goes but if you uh, i'll send it to you to look at yeah but it's, it's like literally cut in half i'm like half me and half not me it's yeah you know, it's wild so there's weird stuff happens there and there are videos from the basement in that house where like small little three foot creature like poking its head out of one of the rooms. I'll send you a link to that too. So maybe that is the alien ghost connection. I don't know. And then, so, go ahead. I know I was going to bring that. So yeah, the alien ghost. And then there's also, you know, like nature spirits and like, you know, things like that, I guess would possibly be interdimensional or is that like a whole separate thing? Like, I don't know. Do you so, think that, that those little shorter ones are ghosts or do you think maybe it's like some sort of, I don't know. So, so you know. when you so when you say nature spirits, um, it just with my own belief system that could be classified as three different things. Uh, you have like a, a just a nature spirit, which is a a, a elemental spirit that um, just protects part of nature. I, uh, the the hunting lease I, I go to, um, there there's a, a nature spirit there that that protects the land. Uh, there's been a couple of cemeteries I've gone to that are kind of buried into the woods. And you, you can you can feel them just watching you, mm-hmm. and, and it's nothing malicious. It's just they they're, they protect the land. Yeah. Um, then you have the the true elementals, which are a a non human entity. They're not evil, but they're not good either. They're they're very neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll you'll see a lot of those on some of the ghost hunting shows, especially when you go to like older areas like Ireland and. And whatnot, which I know you're um, going to. Yeah, <laughs> so I was just I just yeah. listened to the Banshee okay. episode yesterday. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, then you have the Fey, which mm-hmm. you know, leprechauns, fairies. Uh, in the U.S., you have puckwudgies, which could be classified as Fey, and and uh, just tons of. Uh, I can't remember what they're called down in um, South America. Uh, in the mines, they would come across. Uh, basically are described the same way Faye are. Uh, they kind of resemble the the Kelly Hopkinsville goblins here in the U.S. Duendes, uh, would it be? That might be it. I, I don't recall. But yeah, uh, miners would be told, like new new miners would be told, don't whistle because they come to you when you when you whistle. They're, they're interested in it. And uh, you know, whistling calls forth spirits. And, and they can be, they're not bad, but they can be troublesome. 
And uh, we, we were kind of talking about this at, at the, the last time Rob and I investigated together. And all of a sudden, everybody started whistling. And then when we stopped, we heard whistling continue from oh, another room. Oh, no. <laughs> Jackasses. Because right? I don't like that. <laughs> you know, they like that. You know, I don't go in tunnels. I don't like going in tunnels. We're at Mid-Orange Correctional Facility and, and – I don't go in the tunnel. I'm with. It's one of the first times. It is the first time I met you, right, Bill? Yep. Yep. We got you to go into uh, the tunnel, and, and, and yeah, we became kind of fast friends, instant friends. So they're like, "Come in the tunnel with us." I'm like, "All right." There's my dog now. So I'm like, "Okay, I'm not going far, but I'll go in this stupid tunnel because it goes forever, forever, miles, and miles." If you watch some of the shows like people have seen things in there and i personally have seen this weird dog on the property like looks like a dog but it's not it's not it's the weird it has no head I, i've watched it run across the field so anyway we get down there and and they're like oh this is where they saw the hellhound or some dog and tanya starts whistling calling oh, this thing calling in over. uh I'm out. I was like, I'm out. Rob, Rob turned around and yelled at her. Don't, don't do that. Don't you start that. And he's like, I'm done. No Let's reason. Go. No reason to call it a, a hellhound or whatever yeah. kind of animal that thing is. Um, oh, yeah, Tanya, Tanya goes for every animal. She, she's like um, Elmira from from Tiny Toons. Oh yeah, Elmira yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah we did. We've heard the whistling. We've heard it. In a bunch of places, but that night at, at Somos, that was good. We got that to repeat a couple times, didn't we? Yeah. We, at Selma. So, like Selma Mansion has, um, down in the kitchen area, they have service bells because there was a mansion. They had, they had service people, and they're disconnected. They hang, uh, there's a wire underneath them that's cut. It's more like a really thick kind of metallic wire. But anyway... Those things started, they rang, what, twice that night? Like, I yeah. hadn't experienced that yeah. there. Um, but sure as hell, you know, those bells started ringing. And Dang. I don't know yeah. how or why. It just happens. It's Service really bells cool. ringing, never a good thing. I, anytime I've ever heard or seen them in a, in a scary movie, right? It, nothing yeah. good ever comes afterwards. Yep. So, and Bill will be the first to tell you, actually, they were making fun of me the other day online um, on one of the group chats. Um, I freak out. Like that's the truth. I still get scared. I get scared a lot, actually, and I'm very, you know, a jumpy. So, so when things happen and they start whistling and calling in weird dogs and whatever, <laughs> I got. I'm out. It's, it's amusing. I bet. I bet. Yeah, I don't know. Uh -huh. I I feel like that would probably be me as well. Like just because. So at our, at the university I went to here in Brownsville, the the library is said to be like super haunted. I fortunately never saw anything because I never stayed late enough to. Um, but apparently they go through um, janitors like crazy there because when they're there at night to clean stuff up um, on the second floor where all the like study um, rooms are, uh, just in those bookshelves. I, I want to say my mom's told us about that as well, but. Um, I mean, I've heard of people like sitting, they're studying in the, um, in one of those rooms and then they just see people pass by and then they kind of like, it's kind of late for people to be coming from back over there and they'll yeah. like get out to check and there's nobody there. 
And yeah. so I always made sure never to stay later than a certain time. Once the the it started to get dark, I was not there anymore. You know, it, it, and it's it's startling still. No matter how much you look for it or, or think you want to see it, it, it for me it's startling. And you know, most of the time it's always been kind of a pleasant experience. You know, when you finally find the paranormal. Um, but there've been a few times where it, it wasn't pleasant and i think people don't well they don't know all my stories or they don't know the things that i've seen or heard um so when i react it's once those things happen to you you never forget it kind of like what you were saying with the alien thing like you know everything kind of becomes scary again which that's part of the thrill and doing this right like for me it's it's a big adrenaline rush um when something happens but that little piece of something that was truly terrifying, which has happened in one, two, probably three, three places where I was just like done, quit. I even quit ghost hunting after a couple of them. Um, you know, you just, it's always there. It's always in the back of your mind. And man, when, like when you turn and something's in your face, uh, don't forget. So that's a great, that's a, you want me to tell another story? Well, yeah. like it's something that just kind of, scared you so much that you're just like i'm, right, I'm well, done that's, that, that's one of i mean them. yeah yeah so, yeah so missouri state penitentiary which is one of my favorite places to investigate it's just enormous it's got the history um you know the a hall the first building there and it, it, it was built for you know civil war prisoners it's just it's got it all right and yeah, this is a weird. The way the paranormal works is weird sometimes. So anyway, we're all out there. Was doing a big event, and we're down in the dungeon. And if you watch, I think Ghost Adventures, they come running out of that dungeon. <laughs> but literally, the first time I was there, just to give you a little background, you know, great guy that works there, Tom. He's like, you. Uh, he's like, oh, it's a. You want to see a ghost? And I'm like, yeah. So I come down. So he brings me down in the dungeon. We're standing, and it, well, I say it's pitch black. It's it's pretty much like you can't see your hand in front of your face. So I'm standing there with Tom and Tom, Tom uses a cane uh, and he was a guard there uh, for, for a while. So he's like, just watch. Right. And that's the, one of the places that like, if you don't know what an orb really is. Like that's where you go into that dungeon. Cause it's insane. There'll be little golden balls of light or, or blue balls of light that show up. So he's like, just watch. So we're standing, we're looking down this hallway. Sure enough, man, this ball light shows up. And I'm like, like, I literally can't breathe it because it's not, (laughs) it's not dust. It's not me looking through a camera. There's a ball of light that manifests. And Tom's like, just wait. So I'm like reaching out. I'm feeling him, his arm to make sure like you didn't go down there. Right. Cause first time I meet this guy, um, then sure enough, man, it like dims out and we see this figure standing oh. in, the, in the cell doorway. And I'm like, holy shit. Like it was, it was wild. So, so fast forward to doing an event there down in the dungeon with God, 20 people probably. And I was at the end, of, it's a big horseshoe shaped dungeon. You know, they kept this one guy down there for literally for, for I think 15 years. Um, so terrible, terrible things have happened down there. And I put two guests in this one room, this one cell. And 
the other people are doing their thing. They're trying to hold an investigation. But I hear all this commotion down there. So I walk down. And I'm still friends with the two people from this whole experience. I walk down there because I don't know what's happening. I hear somebody like screaming and I'm worried about him. So I go down there with my little flashlight. As I'm walking down, there's a guy standing in the hallway with a soda, a water bottle. And he's just staring at a blank wall at like the dead end of the horseshoe. So I kind of go past him and I go into the room where this, this, this poor girl is like dancing around. And I'm like, I put the light on her and her boyfriend is standing behind her, like with this look of dude, help me. <laughs> so I put the light on her. I'm like, Hey, are you okay? And she's like, no, she's like, something's poking me and pulling my hair. And she's like, and I was so like, you know, I'm like, I put the light on the boyfriend. I'm like, dude, he's like, nah, he's like, it's not me. I swear to God. So I kind of backed out and, and maybe Zach Baggins did <laughs> A little bit. So I was like, hey, so now my back is against this wall. The guy that I passed was to my left. And I'm like, hey, leave her alone. Come get me if you're that tough. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I, this is uh, the only way I can describe this is like, there was like all of a sudden there was like this flowing golden water to, to my, in my peripheral vision to my right. It was like wavy golden. And I just got the worst vibe, right? I get the worst vibe. So I'm like, oh, so I turn to see what it is. And there's a f eight inches from me. There's a face and with his hands up and he just lunges uh. in towards my face. Like I, I jumped <laughs> like six feet. Probably I landed on the guy. Remember the guy with the water bottle? Yeah. Like I landed in his arms, basically. His feet. <laughs> We're friends on Facebook. And he's like, what the? He saw it too. He's, I was going to, okay. Thank God. Wow. Right. Because I would have checked myself into a hospital because, like, in, I I asked for it. I totally asked for it. I'm like, come get me. And it you, did. You got to be careful what you ask for. Yeah. I've learned that the hard way too. So, like, this became this big thing because people were screaming. Yeah. Yet the people that were trying to work right around the corner heard us. They, all they heard was people laughing and having a party. Totally not what was happening. Yeah. So we had this big argument. The whole night was full of arguments. And that's what one of the mm. things Missouri State Penitentiary does is it creates arguments amongst people that are there trying to work um, or, or be a team together. It's really interesting. Like you'll hear your name over the walkie talkies being called down to an area that's kind of, kind of freaky. Um, so yeah, but that man, like that one scared me because it was so real. It was so in my face and this, whoever that was or whatever that was thoroughly knew that I was going to, he's like, Oh, you want to, you want to be a tough guy. And man, like that one got me, that one got me really. But I, so I became friends on Facebook with that guy that I jumped into his arms and to this day, we'll still reminisce about it because it was one of those things that, man, you just can't, you can't even explain it well enough, but it was there. It was straight out of the movies, um, straight out of a horror show. It was just, man, but, and Bill's right. You gotta be careful. Like I, I watch people, you know, provoke a little bit here and there, or even un unknowingly, right. They'll be like, Oh, come do this. And like, man, it's going to do it someday. So again, 
why does Rob jump a lot? That's that's one of the reasons. <laughs> and was it like a like a human face or was oh, it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like a oh, yeah. person like, kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, it was loving every second of it. it was that smiling. was smiling. Had, had its hands up. Like, yeah. The boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Oh, it scared. It scared so, me. So, so he knows what he like. He knows what he is. Like, he oh. knows he is not <laughs> part of the world anymore. <laughs> Someone else. I'll send this to you. Someone else. See, I have so many pictures that aren't mine. This is a problem. But I told my story, and somebody else had a photo. Remember, I said he was like this golden color. Yeah. And they're like. So the, in this photo, sorry people at home. Um, oh no. my god! Oh, I hate that. I hate that. So uh-uh. you might be able to. I'll send yeah. this to you, but you yeah, gotta yeah, you gotta yeah. pixelate uh, these crumple. people. Yeah, 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 for sure. That was the seventh photo or sixth photo, and you see in the series, it he stands up and turns his head. He photo bombs him, and the first one you can see the mom in that in that group. She's like, you see her looking behind her because she's sensing feeling. Yeah. But that's the guy. Like when I was like, he's like golden color dude. They were like, oh my God, we know him. And that was taken very, very close to where that all happened. So like I've been in Facebook groups where people share photos where they're like, oh, do you see the face? That like, that is what I joined that group for and is not what I get. Like (laughs) those, those groups, most of what you get are, it's just pareidolia. But yeah, yeah. like that, like that's that's a legit picture. Yeah. And sometimes yeah, I don't sometimes like not even that. Like sometimes like there's literally nothing that's there. Awful. And people mm-hmm. are like, Oh yeah, I see there's three people standing in this corner and there's and I'm like, There's nothing, there's nothing there. there. <laughs> like that photo is like Like you it, see it immediately. Like it's it's, it's yeah. yeah, so so when they showed me that, like I literally like the hairs on my arm stood up. I'm like, that's him. Like, I know that I, guy. <laughs> I've not like uh, this entire time. Every time you guys speak or say something, I I use I typically only get shows down my left side. So like, I that's when I kind of feel like, okay, this is like legit. So like this entire time, like it just like my entire left arm, full body. Left leg, no, 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 I haven't <laughs> oh, had the full me, body, but full it's, body. Oh, it's just constant chills throughout this entire yeah, episode. Yeah, so seriously. Far, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> You're getting some of our, our best stories. All right, guys. So that was, uh, as promised, our second episode, maybe. Yeah, second episode, possibly going into the third episode <laughs> with, um, with Rob and Bill. Bill and Rob from uh, Get Haunted and Empty Casket uh, did not disappoint. I swear I had chills probably. Yeah, for sure portion of of that uh of that episode it was it was great it was fun those pictures man yeah i can't wait to see like when they send them to us to see them like in better quality and yeah. and to share with you guys so that you can see what we're talking about but yeah they're they're creepy for sure whatever they do decide to share i uh, you know i you know yeah you, you guys are gonna, gonna be, be blown away i <laughs> was sure you check it out on instagram yeah. For sure. Um, so yeah, guys, if you do want to find us, we are at webelievedu.com. You can check out the podcast there. Uh, there's a, a link to anywhere you can find your podcast. Uh, if you want to look for it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review and a five-star rating. Um, you can also click on the, you can also click the link to find all our social medias 
anywhere you want to get a hold of us, we're there. There's also a contact us page where you can send in your stories, tell us that you want to be interviewed, if you want if you want to be anonymous, if you want to share them in Spanish, we can translate them for you because that's the only other language we can translate. Um, but yeah, if you're interested, please share your Reach stories out. with us. Yeah, because we believe. Do you? Thank you.